This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? So we're going to hop right in here, and uh, we're going to just get this out of the way. Uh, Google I.O. is fully canceled. I'm it's just over. going right in. It's Out. just hey, done. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a bummer. Uh, the, the physical uh, get-together had already been canceled, uh, what, two weeks ago? Uh, maybe a little bit longer than that, two and a half weeks yeah, ago. Two, Time's just two, weird yeah. right yeah. now. I, all my days are blending together. Yeah, we I were don't sitting know in here what yesterday day of the week it is. I had to ask Robbie what day it was, and then he wasn't sure what day it was. <laughs> yeah, so. I had to check my watch. Like, uh, because yes. like I mean, but if you were told me it was Wednesday yesterday, yeah, like we're like, still okay. working, we're still doing our normal things, but our 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 weekly routine things, like certain are, things that we have, aren't there right now. So it's like it's just one long day. Yeah, yeah. The schedules are definitely off and. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. And so, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, but <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Within the last yeah, few weeks. There we go. Just say that. Yeah. Uh, IO, the physical get-together was canceled. And then uh, right after we finished the podcast last week, they put out um, a statement saying that it was completely canceled, that yeah. it wasn't in their best interest to get, you know, uh, the crews together to be able to pull it off and, you know, to do the virtual, you know. Uh, and I think the Bay Area. Stuff, yeah. Um, currently is under shelter in place uh, I think yeah. shelter in yeah. place and so like they can't even get their stuff together to even start thinking about what it would look like to do the virtual event and to to kind of stay with you know what the government's saying to do yeah at some point you have to sit and just say is it really worth it because i mean right. i'm sure google could pull it together if they wanted to but is it worth the hassle the stuff that they're going to bring for developers and right. stuff, they'll just bring it later or they'll bring it in a different method. It'll be through right. and, whatever. And, it's just. And can you in good conscious, uh, like with what's happening with uh, COVID in, right. in those densely populated areas, can you in good conscious ask people to show up in, in mass to do yeah. anything together? Yeah. Even a film 20, crew, 30 you know? people. Yeah. You know, yeah. You got to have a film crew yeah. and, and your developers and like, it just doesn't make any sense. And yeah. so. Um, you know, they've said that they'll, they'll continue rolling out these announcements, you know, they'll, they're not going to not, you know, continue to move Android and Chrome OS and Google assistant development forward. Uh, it'll just be interesting. Like we've, we've already kind of changed our radar a little bit to make sure that we're keeping an eye on those Twitter accounts. Cause you know, if you try to keep up with Google development in general, it's gosh, it's like buckshot, Tons, you know, there's yeah. just, there's a little blog over here and there's a little blog over there and then there's like. 18 Twitter accounts and and so they'll announce just stuff in random little places and um, and so we're, we're trying to keep an eye on that stuff as much as we can 
uh, so that you know that those things don't get missed. But we're we're going to miss some stuff for sure. That's the nice thing about having a developer conference. It's yeah. you you can really hone in. You know, for I/O, we'd always you know mark our calendars and sit down sit and, and like watch, watch it, through man, these yeah. sessions. And uh, so I, I'm going to miss it. It it was. It was a gut punch, honestly, the day that it got canceled. It, it um, made a lot of the realities that we're kind of dealing with currently settle in for me a lot because um, it was something that I was like, well, you know, they can do a virtual thing. It's fine. You know, we'll still get most of this info in the same amount of time. It's going to be kind of the same, you know, and now it's not at all. Um, and so it's uh, it's gone. No I.O. this year. I, uh, I, had, I had wondered, and I, I can't remember what exactly they said, but... Are they still going to try to drip out like the, all like on the IO website? Like, well, what if they just use that as the blog, basically, and just dripped out all of these announcements on there? So that way, there was still this one hub, right, of of content. But it doesn't seem like that's yeah. What it would be do. really nice if they would do that. Um, it'd be it, that to me is like I don't understand why that hasn't been the default yeah. go to to say just like, okay, hey, blog post media right. outlet basically like this is your little place of where you're going to put out the information that right. you were going to present on right. And so hey, you like got, a press room, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like hey, developer <laughs> guy that was going to stand up and deliver this slide thing, put those slides in a Google slides and, and file hop, and you could hop on loom and, and you could or you could even do a little loom right. recording and, yeah, and have say, your face yeah, right my, there my wife has a professor who's doing uh classes from a whiteboard in his basement exactly right now. there yeah. you go just do that yeah, yeah. I, and then that's the part i guess i didn't understand when they said hey we can't do the the conference at all just like maybe and, and, maybe and maybe they too much going are. on maybe yeah. they're going to say hey you know we're we're not doing a conference it's not going to be you know perfectly scheduled here but here's a hub where you can find these announcements that we're going to be kind of planned for I.O. Yeah. Here's where we're going to put them. And maybe they're going to use the, the keyword for that. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Or, yeah, um, that would be great, too. Um, so, yeah, there's there's still some options out there. And I don't know. Uh, maybe they're waiting for it to pass. And maybe they'll – I don't know. I just they, – they seem very firm on – it's just – it's canceled. And they're moving on to next right. year. Like, it's not – they're – they didn't seem to be very clear on saying, "Oh, well, here's how we're gonna, you know, do it in this time." Yeah, you know. But I'm like, in a in an age in a time uh, in our history that we'll all remember very clearly, uh, where Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and Conan O'Brien are video videoing things on their phones and putting them on the internet as their Tonight Show stuff. Um, in in that world, like, I think Google I/O developers could. You know, put their phone on a tripod and yeah. and just deliver whatever yeah. they were going to deliver with Zoom or whatever. You know, so yeah. um, I'm hoping that that's still what ends up coming of it. But they have made no mention of that. Like, there's nothing other than us talking about it right here. Yeah. I, I've not heard no. anything yeah. about anything. And I like just that I wonder also if there's just so much going on that they don't want to make any promises right now. And I think first and foremost, they want to make sure that they're obviously their employees, their staff, and all of these uh, developers and everybody who, who they were planning on inviting to this are, are safe. Sure, um, sure. Obviously, I think that's that's priority number one. Um, and then from there, maybe we'll start to see, as, as maybe some of this dies down, we'll start to see maybe some additional announcements about how they're going to roll this out. Uh, we, right. we have some readers and listeners uh, from Mountain View, so if you're listening to this, uh, that's our take on it. <laughs> <laughs> just it's uh, simple yeah just just make everybody do presentations it's easy yeah i mean honestly it's either a presentation or a blog post and yeah. you know you let them turn it in and you put it in one spot yeah and and you can still like if even if you did video if you if you were to tell your your folks at home to 
do a loom recording, you know, and, and go through their slides and their faces, you know, the little little avatar down on the bottom, and you can see them do their presentation. Or if it's just a recording of them, like you said, on right. their phone, you could still have somebody edit that down and make it look cool and do all their cool little googly graphics and all right. that. You could put together the blog post that goes with it. Like they can make it look pretty cool. You know, I mean, it, it's obviously still work, but it's no more work than putting together a physical event. Right. Um, yeah. But I think it's just, yeah, I mean, I think it's just all a matter of, of time and and what all is, is going on in the world right now. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a bummer. But at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of like the Olympics, man. Like whenever I heard about the Olympics getting postponed, and I, I, I had heard a lot of uh, rumors about it, it getting postponed. But uh, for me, at, as a former athlete, like, I look forward to the Summer Olympics to watch track I and love, field gosh, every year, man. Olympics. I love it so much. And, uh, I mean, for those athletes, like, I was listening to an NPR um, uh, thing the other day, uh, a show that they did with, I forget her last name, Tasha. Uh, I don't know. She's one of the sprinters on the U.S. Yeah. team. And um, she was just talking about some of these athletes who, you know, have been just training and training and training to try to get to this point, and And now it's canceled, and it's like... You know, uh, not not to be like, oh, you know, Google I.O. getting canceled isn't that big of a deal. But like there's things going on in the world universally, like oh, yeah. everything is. Yeah. And, and there are people that have been training their entire lives to go to the Olympics and now have to wait another year and risk injury or risk something happening to them or whatever. And them not be able to go, you know, like there's there's other there's other stuff going on. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I just I try to keep a, a positive uh, mindset and hey, let's get through this together and let's all do the right thing. And, and, yeah. and you know, uh, and and where there's a beginning, there's an end. So, yeah, you know, we'll... Uh, there will be an end. Yeah. It, so. will, it will end. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to go off the, the rails on the COVID-19 yeah. uh, bus again, yeah. like we did last week. But... Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. The, the, the other bummer too is like things like uh, product announcements, like, Google. Well, we're about uh, ready to talk Pixel Buds. Yeah, but and I then mean, like Google the four A. Four A. Yeah, you know what we everyone knew. Like Google I/O, we'll get to see it for real, even though it's leaked left and right. We'll get to see it for real, and you know, I'll find out whether there's going to be an XL. So, like, how does that get handled now? You know what? What does it look like for Google to announce a phone in this age? You know, in this time, Apple went and announced two iPads. You know, big announcements. It's been two years since they've updated the the iPad pro line and it's a, it's a big departure. I mean, they added a trackpad and you know, this whole Here's, new way of going about it. And they just said, you know what, we're just going to put it out there. We're just going to do a press release. Did that take away from that device at all? I don't see I don't think so. Yeah, I really don't. I don't think it needed a, a slick keynote to, to do anything. They, they produced some video and put it out, you know, the video's and, dope. The video conveys basically everything that you need to know. Right. That they got it in the hands of all these reviewers and probably gave them a briefing and told them, hey, here's what we're doing. All the reviewers put out all their stuff. Like, right. What else, do, do you. So it's like an interesting thing. Like, I was sitting and thinking about this the other day, and it's funny. Like, we didn't plan on talking about this, but this is why podcasting is so much fun. You know, in. in in the era that we're in right now with, with COVID-19, it's forcing companies uh, to do things a little differently. And we're realizing, oh, dang, do we, re- do we really need all these fancy keynotes all the time? Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what the end result ends up being. Right. Like, like how, do we trans- how does this affect long term? Like, right. I still think, I still think there is benefit to being able to bring people together 
Um, not necessarily for the buzz of it anymore. I think people are so connected and most people are going to see this through their favorite blogger or through their favorite uh, YouTuber or whatever. So they're going to see the news via the same outlet. But there are a lot of smaller organizations that didn't cover the iPad Pro that probably would have sure. had they yeah, been invited out to uh, Cupertino to to go sit and then get all that hands-on because Apple always does a really good job of having tons on on display. And so that cut that way down. And so I think there's still benefit because it, it is easier at the end of the day for a company to have in one place, you all come here and look at it, touch it, use it, video, talk about, and leave versus we've got to figure out logistics on how to get these things into all these people's hands. Um, and I think specifically about our scenario, like Chromebooks don't usually get keynotes. That's um, just not where we're at. Uh, we get mentioned in keynotes sometimes. Yeah. There, there are no mentions. Yeah. There, are no, there are no Chromebook specific keynotes yet. That has not happened. It's no going to happen. No one has put a press, devel- a press conference together for a Chromebook. For, no, it's never no. happened. It's not even come close. Um, and it, it'll be some time before that yeah. even thinks about happening. But, you know, we're, we get to go to press conferences like this that, you know, where Chromebooks are a part of the thing. And I still look at that and think, you know, would, would we have been, especially a year or two ago, would we have been on the radar enough to have gotten that, that early release device? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're finally getting to that point. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the Asus Flip C436 on yep. the desk in front of me. I don't know. I haven't seen any other unboxing videos. Um, so I'd say we're pretty high up in the queue um, of getting one of these. And so that's yeah. that's cool. That's cool now. Yeah. It wouldn't have been cool a couple of years ago. When, when, when we were watching someone else's yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, we were begging like, please send us stuff, you know. And yeah. and so had, had this happened then, you know, it would have put a dent in, sure. in how we're developing. And so I think for... For the foreseeable future, I just don't see keynotes and those kind of things, these conferences going away because it's just too much easier to get your product out into, especially the way that the the, um, internet is changing things fundamentally. You know, it's not about getting uh, NBC News and Fox News at your thing anymore. It's about getting this stuff in the hands of bloggers that have niche audiences and can get content to people who are desperately craving it. I mean, our entire business model exists on this premise. And, and so, you know, it's just not feasible for a company that makes a hundred other products that also makes a Chromebook to figure out logistics of getting Chromebooks out to people. They're just going to be like, eh, you know, we'll just do what we got to do. And I know that's not the same exact with Apple. Um, You know, Apple's a different, whole different thing, you know, Fox news or NBC news or ABC news is going to go out and cover you know, when Apple releases something, but it, that doesn't take into account all the upstart people that are going to reach audiences that some of these big news outlets won't or can't. And so, I mean, I I still, I think there's, I'm saying all this to say that I think there's benefit still. Oh yeah. Uh, And, and long-term benefit. I don't think it's going to go away. I just think people are going to rethink it a little bit more. So like, how can we put maybe more devices in this thing and condense it and make it more streamlined instead of, Instead, we had two or three of these things last year. Like Samsung's kind of guilty of this, so they have multiple events, and it's like, why, why are you why are you having so many events? Like you have an event for like one phone, and yeah. you know you throw a couple little ancillary things in there with it. Like I know your release cycles are weird, so you have the the uh, fall event is for the Note, and then the spring event's kind of for their S series of phones. But and then they'll end up having something at CES, mm-hmm. and then it's like, and Samsung's a huge company, but. You know, maybe it helps them start thinking about streamlining some of these things and, yeah, and, and what stuff that they could 
you know, just get out to, well, to reviewers quicker. And it's fun. Yeah. I, th- I think like what, what I was, th- yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I think, I think that what I was considering is just that companies, um, I think create, uh, these, these barriers for themselves and they say, well, we have to do it this way. Cause that's the way we've always done it. Well, right. this time is forcing them to do it differently. And they, they, they are maybe looking at that and realizing, oh wow, like we don't have to do this and this and this. Like we could just do this. So, I think my my whole uh, thought process was maybe this just makes them maybe rethink things a little bit, uh, change the strategy slightly, maybe yeah. to uh, uh, change the way that they put out devices or the way that they communicate with their audiences and uh, you know consumers and bloggers and everybody who are interested in the things that these manufacturers are doing. So, I could see it actually being a, a net positive for. Um, outfits our size yeah uh, because yeah. I, th- I think bigger companies like asus or samsung or whatever seeing like oh this is highly effective for apple to announce this thing this way and and this time we announced this and we did this and we changed it to this and it was still super effective i mean granted they're gonna have to look at their numbers and they'll be able to know they'll know yeah how much they missed out on but if they start seeing some some good effect to Hey, we can put out a press release. We can put out a little bit of video content and get this in the hands of some people and be 80% as effective right. as doing it this way. And qu- much more quickly. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, no. like, just It's done. Um, if companies see the benefit there for yeah. maybe their bigger launches, hopefully that starts trickling down maybe into Chromebook launches. You, you don't have to have a big fancy event. You mm-hmm. don't have to make a whole big thing about it. But set a date. Yeah. Relay that date. <laughs> And then get you know, Chromebooks into people's hands. Like, it's, it's it's super simple to do that. You mean like, like a normal launch? I think, yeah. and I think <laughs> I can't wait for the day, and we might be years out, but I can't wait for the day that we see Chromebook product announcements, and however big or small that may be. And at the end of the announcement, they Here's say, the hey, it's available tomorrow from Best Buy. Or right. wherever, because or in two that, weeks or whatever, the, yeah. you know, like usually Apple's yeah, a week or two. We actually talked like about this a few few months ago before all of this stuff started happening. Of Samsung and Apple, they're big, big keynotes that they do. Unfold is it unpacked? Unpacked, unpacked to Samsung, you know, all that stuff. And it kind of felt like there's a lot. There's some merit to that because oh, the you know they're so staged. They put so much money into these, and they look so good and all that stuff, and that's great. But then at the same time, I go out on the street and I talk to the average Joe, and I'm like, "Hey, did you catch the Samsung Unpacked event the other day?" And they're like, "What? What?" <laughs> because these things feel like they're geared towards the general consumer, right? But everyone in the audience is media. Oh yeah, they're 100 percent media. Yeah, or or paid applauders whatever right. they are apple <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's their emoji thing called they did a oh, uh, an emoji yeah an emoji who cares uh it's almost like they're not sure what the target of these events are it's just become this thing of let's dump as much money into it right. is this make is it as cool do. it is and stand on the stage for two hours and talk and hope that people applaud John Q. Public's not sitting at home watching these while they're at work. So is it just a waste of money? Is it, like you said, is it better to just hone in and and, and find your real target of people who need this news, i.e. us, you know, developers and news media outlets and stuff like that, have an announcement, get, the, get it out there in the press, and then, hey, these devices are available today, and let digital marketing, let online ads, yep. and let television ads, and let 
people like us do the work for you. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's the probably what is necessary for most things. Now, like I, again, I don't want to place Apple in some different realm here, but they are. When Apple does a keynote, like I'll see it on my local news. Oh yeah, like they'll talk about it there. Apple today released. I'll hear it on the radio. Like for a lot of people, like we just have to realize the reality is when they think that they are a tech enthusiast. Um, it's it's similar, very similar to the idea of people going, "Oh yeah, I'm a coffee snob." You know, I I, I only drink Starbucks. And like, <laughs> sorry, you're, you're not. Then you're not a coffee snob. You're just a person who drinks coffee like any normal human. You know, you're like a Starbucks snob. You're not even that. Like Starbucks is a commodity at this point. It's like <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. It's, it's everywhere. Like, <laughs> I mean, it just. I'm not knocking Starbucks, but to say that because you go get a sugary drink at Starbucks, that means you're some sort of connoisseur of coffee is a misnomer. Um, and I think it's the same way with Apple. Like people think I, I keep up on the latest Apple news, so that makes me a tech enthusiast across the board. It's like Apple is a part of tech but it's not all of even the majority of tech but it's the consumer tech mm-hmm. like it's what people kind of gravitate towards if they don't um want to think about any other tech stuff you know it's it's the one that's most in their face they see it they know it they know people that have it kind of thing um and that's largely due to the iphone and stuff like that but in the end of the day you know when local news sources are talking about an event that apple has most most news sources aren't talking even as big as samsung's events are they don't they don't make it on local news you're not going to see it no. on cnn and all this stuff so no. apple kind of sits in a, in its own department there like it is almost like commodity tech you know like even though it's expensive and a ton of people don't have it 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 holds so much mind share uh with people like people know they you may not own anything apple you may not be able to afford a macbook or the ipad pro but you probably know about it you probably heard about it or you probably know somebody that has it. And so I think for them, like they kind of get exited from this. Yeah. Because you look at Google as a software company, even as big as Chrome is, everyone knows Chrome. Everyone uses Chrome. WLKY wasn't covering Chrome OS updates being paused. Nope. And they weren't going to, if IO went on, like when IO got canceled, did you see that on the news anywhere? Nope. Not locally. Not you any know, local outlets, no. Yeah, Google's, you know, hardware event that happens now. I mean, this is this will be the fifth year coming up in October. You think anybody's gonna talk about that on, on basic news channels? Nope. So I, I think Apple gets a little bit of an asterisk here. Like they're they're a different conversation. But everybody else that does and, and, and these these huge keynotes are all driven because of what Apple does. Like Apple does it, so they're like, "Well, oh, well, shoot, that's what we should do too," you know. And I don't know. I think a lot of those could probably just be canned. Yeah. Like get rid of that. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't need this. Put like together it, a dope video. Yeah. Put out a really nice press release. Get it in the hands of the people that need that it. care and let it let it go from there. Well, it's kind of kind of painful for us to say too because we love going. You know, we oh, love fun. going to Google's events. Fun. I mean, we've been doing this for almost four years now, and it's still like we get to go to a Google event because they're small. They are very small. It's not nice. a lot of people. They're very nice. They always do it up. Acer's events are awesome. Yeah, they, they they do everything great. But yeah, I don't know the benefit, if it yeah. is or not. The benefit for us is we get to travel for a couple of days yeah. and eat some pizza and yeah, do whatever. Like but. Robbie was saying, I mean, it's a, it's a uh, conglomeration of 
what, conglomeration? Is that a word? Did I just make it? No. No. A conglomeration. A conglomerate. 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 That's what I was kind of... It's it's bringing everything together in one place oh, and yeah. saying, hey, everyone come here, get this. So I don't know. It's, it's easier logistics. For yeah. Sure. It's, it's an interesting time, man. It's an interesting time yeah. and it's cool to see people improvising and doing sure. things differently like you said the late night shows and whatnot so uh interesting time to be alive <laughs> yeah <laughs> like robbie said we're gonna remember this forever and I, I i am curious to see what the uh, uh lasting effects are of this and how it affects some of these companies and their strategy for for putting out uh, uh devices and announcing devices so um, we mentioned it uh a second ago uh, but with IO getting canceled, the 4A, we're not really sure how that's going to get launched. Uh, but another product that we've seen that I don't think was ever going to be tied to IO, I think it was just going to come out sometime because they had already announced yeah, them I mean, at they the Google had event. months ago yeah. said, hey, it's going to come out in this time frame. And it it just never felt like it was an IO announcement. And this this isn't an IO device. I mean, no. I can see because, you know, well, Sam, let's mention the, the device before yeah, we continue the, using pronouns. No, no we're <laughs> not going to talk about you all. Buds. You all have to guess. Yeah, <laughs> Pixel Buds. Pixel buds yeah, we about. saw the Chromebook Pro kind of, they kind of paraded it around at IO the year it was announced. They had it instead of having uh, oh, yeah. whatever device, you know. They didn't announce it there, but they just—they're not going to do premier hardware announcements at I/O. Well, and uh, I don't think. Well, I mean, I th- if they hadn't announced it prior, sure, they could. I mean, they—they've—they did the Pixel. Um, they announced the Google Home. Well, the Google. Mm-hmm. Home, they announced yeah. Google Home Max. No, no, Max was an October event. Yeah. Uh, the original Google Home, the Pixel Three A. So, I mean, they've done some hardware at I/O. That's not really the the point, but. They don't re-announce stuff they've already announced. Right. Like I just put an article out this week. It passed. You know the the Pixel Buds passed through FCC. So now they've gone through Bluetooth spec, wireless oh, yeah. charging yeah, consortium. Speaking of that, FCC. if they had teased them at the event last year, sure. then I could see it because Robbie actually sat here and watched the video yesterday, I did. and it was six minutes, five, five, five minutes, full minutes of a one-hour presentation that yeah. covered all sorts of things, talking about the Pixel Buds and everything that they do and why they're so good and all this stuff. They're not going to do that and then make another stage announcement. You know, yeah, if they'd be just, like, oh, by the way, we're working on something really cool. Yeah, let's show then you something maybe, we're working on. But yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. Not so I, we've we've all been firmly in the opinion that, you know, they said spring 2020. Um, technically speaking, uh, I.O. is in spring because um, yeah. summer doesn't start until June, technically. Uh, but that felt like a really, I mean, they could have, they, they could have said, oh, by the way, they're in, available now. So I don't want to say that that's not possible, but um, seemed every, unlikely. Well, and then now they've passed through every hoop and they're ready to go. Um, they even showed up at B&H a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Accidentally. And Google doesn't generally pass stuff through the FCC until well, it's ready to some go things ready. day up, but until right. it's, till it's getting really, really close to launch. So. I was, I was thinking after after I saw uh, the FCC filing, I was hoping it would show up like this weekend. Maybe they will. I don't know. I but, could see I could see this weekend, early next week. Yeah, it would not surprise yeah. me at all. Um, and and again, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think the Pixel Buds fall out of line with with IO, so I don't think they're having to yeah. change their strategy at all, actually. But uh, for a lot of people, and you'll if you're listening to this, you're probably going to see it covered that way, like Google. You know, announces Pixel Buds in lieu of I.O. being canceled, you know, kind of stuff. But, yeah, like, I, I don't think they were ever tied together. Uh, but either way, we're going to see, uh, hopefully, those things show up. Yeah. Um, and maybe um, 
Google will then just say, you know what, let's let's do a quick product announcement and let's go ahead and announce the 4A and because the, the 4A's it. pass through everything too, mm-hmm. I think. So let's just do those two together and just yeah. go ahead and announce them instead of well, they don't need to wait till May now for the 4A. Like go ahead yeah. and announce the thing. I I, uh, I wrote an article last week about those billboards getting leaked uh, and so I mean they have marketing material together. They have. I, I think you're right. I think it's passed through basically everything. Like it could be ready to go. It would make sense maybe that they would just yeah, put them just together. Just do a single product announcement. So, basically. That would be cool. Um, let's talk about the Pixel Buds real quick, what they are. We've had some people online asking about, well, you know, are they any good, blah, blah, blah. And we, we <laughs> it's kind of hard for us to answer that fully because the main piece yeah, of these that, uh, that you're buying them for, we haven't been able to test and that is the audio performance. So, we saw them at the Google event, and the build and comfort of these, and Robbie, I'll let you speak to that here in a second, because you actually were, were able to try them on. The, the case itself uh, is awesome. USB-C yeah, charging. And it's uh, wireless charging, too. W- wireless charging as well. Nice little magnetic top, just like the yeah, very, AirPods. Very AirPods. Yeah, it's just nice. You know, Similar in size to the original yeah. AirPods case, yep, too. Yep. Um, and... Uh, the the device the, you know the the headphones themselves are are unlike the AirPods they don't have the little stem um, so they just fit in your ear nicely they don't stick out of your ear yeah, in some no. ridiculous way like the Microsoft ones or other ones that we've seen and I just think they look amazing I, I I'm I'm a firm believer that uh, Google's going to sell a bunch of these things the price I is good so. 179 dollars yeah um, and they they aren't noise counseling counseling <laughs> they cancel the noise <laughs> sit down noise sit on noise the couch. let me know noise how are you feeling today <laughs> uh <laughs> i know people hate on you yeah, it's okay it's you're okay. natural though shh, shh, shh. it's okay calm down wow uh <laughs> we've, we've been we've been self-quarantining okay people it's weird everything's uh, weird so they aren't noise canceling, but they do some cool audio tricks. And mm-hmm. from what we've heard, again, we weren't able to test the audio performance. Right. And, but some of the engineering that they've gone through and they had an extensive uh, uh, talking points during the presentation about yeah, the if, audio. If you go uh, 12 well, millimeter drivers and this and this and this. It'll, and be, how, it'll be linked in the, in the yeah. show notes, but you can go and read. Like I actually got the, the YouTube video set yeah. to where it starts right at the point where they talk about the Pixel Buds. Yeah. Um, go watch it yeah, if you haven't it's, seen it's, it. Cause it's they're, they're awesome. Fascinating the, engineering. The range on them is yeah, incredible. Football field, outdoors, a football I mean, field of length just and across your home. Crazy. Um, yeah, there's a, a vent at the bottom basically that allows some of, A, it keeps you from having the plugged ear feel, mm-hmm. uh, but then the the headphones can smartly adjust and adapt to, and I was listening yesterday at, to this again. It wasn't just about how much noise it lets in and out. It's about how it increases the volume. So once you've set your volume in a quiet room, if you go out into a noisy street, it's obviously going to bring that volume up and hopefully be able to cancel some of that Again, it's not noise canceling per se, but it, it'll be interesting to see it in because yeah. uh, they're saying machine learning to yeah. help help with that beam forming mics, uh, and so there's jaw like detection. Jaw. Yeah. Um, so when it notices your jaw is moving, it can understand, hey, they're probably talking. Well, now let's enact those beam forming mics that only pick up, you know, within a few inches of the microphone, so that you can be talking in a noisy place and, and still be heard. Um, Google Assistant built in. 
you know, touch the, controls, touch controls on the outside, wireless charging, small packaging, little, super light, little, 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 um, I don't want to, I don't know what you want to like call them, thin. a little wing <laughs> type yeah, thing. That just helps uh, it sit and they, your... they, they, in the presentation, you should go watch it. They talk about how that was the best way that they figured out to fit multiple types of ears sure. because I have, I have friends who, I mean, my girlfriend, for example, uh, can't like, she physically can't wear AirPods. Like they yeah. just fall out of her ears. And um, like her, just her ear canal, like the way right. her ear is shaped, it just doesn't fit. And so Google, I think, has done taken a very different approach here. You know, they have the little wings that fit in there. Um, are they silicon tips? What are they? Yeah, I couldn't it's, remember. It's silicone. Okay. So same same idea uh, that most earbuds have. There's going to be multiple sizes, right? Uh, but you know, some of the other stuff we haven't been able to test. Obviously, you know, I'm assuming they're going to sound good. Uh, they touted the drivers and stuff that are in them. But my I mean, a 20, 12, a my twenty five dollar in a my, my twenty five dollar sound Pete headphones sound fantastic. Right. So I, I, that's not a huge barrier for them to overcome. Um, and so I, I'm not concerned that they're not going to sound good. That's that's is, really not concerning to me. As long as they sound good, like I, they need to sound good. Like yeah. they don't need to be like, oh, these are decent. You know, if you're going to spend one hundred and eighty dollars, they need to sound good. They need to sound good because you can go get a pair of Soundpeats, which we love. We tout those all the time. Right. They've been in all sorts of gift guides that we've done because they are freaking awesome. And mm. they're what twenty five, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah. And I you mean, get their really nice ones for like seventy. And the ones you have are USB C, right? No. Oh, I thought they had one, the no. newer model you're that's USB C. Thinking USB-C. of my razors. Uh, so some of the newer right. ones might be. Were the True Wings USB C? They were. Yeah. Those ones that I was testing. Yeah, I think that they we were. gave away. Th- those were USB C. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 starting to put USB C into their charging yep. cases. Um, but the sound quality on those things are great. And those ones that I had, uh, the True Wings that I was testing, have the adaptive sound stuff. Right. Where as you're it talking to some someone, it lets audio come mm-hmm. through. Um, so. It, 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 it to me it's like what are you paying for then like what right. you know what what is it that you're paying for well it's what we've talked about with with Chromebooks it's I'm sitting here looking at the Pixelbook Go sitting on the table we've talked about it with that device it's just that quality it's, it's the quality it's the aesthetic it's the uh, the use of it how how it pairs how quickly it pairs all of the little things right it's not audio performance is almost just like you got to scratch that one off like it's they have to sound good right they need to do some of the cool tricks that you yeah. tap you know touch controls all this but then it's all the other little things the form the fit the build material yeah, like how's it going to work with a pixel yeah so my pixel phone when i open this thing up there should be an animation a thing that works it just, pair, it just yeah. pairs up you know i would love to see them finally a, push the thing out of, out of the 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 gate that they've been working on for a while where it, it pairs to my profile, basically. And so when I'm logged into my Chromebook, it's paired there, too. Maybe they will with this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so there, there's some things that we don't know about them. Sound quality is not one of the things I'm concerned yeah. with. But Someone was audio like, latency is. Like, that's they need true. to be low latency, um, at least with a handful Pic- of phones. It, pixel phones, yeah, for pixel sure. Pixel phones, for sure. Um, and, and honestly, Hopefully, like other some Galaxy Androids, phones. Yeah. You know? The ones that have the latest Bluetooth stack and OnePlus, stuff like that. maybe. Some of the newer OnePlus. Yeah. Um, you know, like I need to be able to use these to play. It sounds silly, but I want to be able to use these to play games on my phone or watch videos and not worry about audio latency. Um, that's one of the things I really like about AirPods and an iPad. Like I pair them up. I don't, none of those things are concerns. They're just not, you know, and the pixel buds with a pixel phone at least, and hopefully Chromebooks too, that doesn't need to be a concern. Like that's, that's one of the things I need to have figured out. And I'm, 
I don't know. I'll, I'll wait and see if that yeah. gets solved. Yeah. Right there with you on the phones. The the Chromebooks. That's a that's a big ask. And I, new Chromebooks, right? Like yeah. the yeah. one that's Man, in front would of me with so Bluetooth awesome five and if, all that stuff. Oh, it so would be sick. great if a year from now, this current generation of devices that's coming out with arm arms coming out, the new hatch devices, everything else that's coming past that, because there's so much. Robbie and I spent two hours this morning. Just it's crazy. For people to ask, hey, which which Chromebook do you recommend? Hey, what about Bluetooth? Does it, and just to be able to say, hey, yeah, it just works. Yeah, it Bluetooth. Works yeah, great. Bluetooth's great. It works great with any old whatever Bluetooth headphones. It works really great if you want to invest in some Pixel Buds, right? Or yeah, that would be awesome. Or whatever, it'd be great yeah. to be able to do. Especially that. that whole like, if they can get that thing nailed where I pair it up with my phone and it's there, and it just shows yeah. up on my Pixel Book. Yeah. Like they've been working. I haven't looked into that to see if they've, they've moved that along What's at all, it but. Fast pair, oh, fast Android pair. fast pair. Yeah. You know, like two years ago or even a year ago, people ask about Bluetooth and a Chromebook, and just be like, "And eh, just don't use it." <laughs> like seriously, I mean, yeah. I use Bluetooth for Smart Lock, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. And, and granted, Android hasn't been the greatest with Bluetooth either. Um, it's not like so people it's are a like du- it's a double whammy, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So. It's not not great on on either end. So yeah, I mean, these things are these things are interesting because we. I am going to buy them immediately. I'm on the wait list. Uh, oh, yeah. so, so that's that's important to note. If you're interested in these things, go join the wait list. They will email you as soon as they come out. Um, obviously, store we will dot, have... Store.google.com. Yeah. So. We, we will we'll obviously have content out as soon as we realize that they're available. But there's, there's still a lot of unknowns here, which is, I don't know, like, that's kind of fun. Like... To me, so many times we we have these devices and we know everything about it before it shows up. Right. You know, because honestly, it's like obviously with Chromebooks, like there's still there's still like things that we need to get it in and we need to test it and we need to you know get real world use out of it to determine it. But the specs, we know we know it all. Like right. we know roundabout how it's going to perform based on a processor. These are different because it's audio quality and it's right. It, we, we don't ha- we can't go off of a, Oh, well it's a 12 millimeter driver. So it's going to sound like this. Like, no, we, we have no idea. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Like there's some intrigue here. There's some, uh, there's some unknown that, uh, is still out there. So we've had some people asking online, are, are they any good? We can speak to the build quality and the comfort of them, how they fit in your ear the the case the size of the case how the case fits in your pocket all of these right. things we can talk about that but we can't talk about the main part yet right and but, how, how it would feel to use them and, yeah exactly and how they're gonna how they're gonna pair and, and how they're all these other things yeah. so it's kind of fun i don't know i kind of like it in a weird way like I, it's It'll kind of fun different. to have a piece of tech that we don't know everything about that we're gonna have to get in and wait for it to arrive you know and right ch- check the tracking every day to see when they're gonna show up like that's kind of fun you know i like that i like that stuff so um so yeah stay tuned folks as soon as we know more about the pixel buds we will certainly let you all know on chromeunbox.com uh all right hey we're gonna take a quick break for an ad and we will be right back this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. 
Alrighty, welcome back everybody. We are going to hop into a couple other quick things before we uh, get out of here today. And the first one is some good news. So the Chrome and Chrome OS schedules have been unpaused. Already back. Already back, baby. It only took, what, two weeks? Most of you didn't even know it was gone. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) It is going to cause some ripple effects. Yeah. I think everybody needs to be aware of, uh, but... I mean, yeah, most people probably didn't even realize it was yeah, paused. Yeah, so M80 or Chrome OS and Chrome 81 should have technically been out last week, correct? If I did my math right, if I looked at the calendar right. Which one? March 17th for 81. Yes. Yes. So it is delayed. That really wasn't that big of a surprise because Chrome OS 80 was nearly Super a delayed. month behind. Yeah, it was like three, yeah. four weeks late. So um, last week or earlier this week or whenever, uh, they announced that they were going to pause updates. Now, that did not include incremental updates. So they were still pushing updates for like bug fixes and and feature tweaks and stuff like that. But they were still in the same branch. So they were just updating 80 continually. Right. Because they wanted to commit to making it more stable because, as we've seen, 80's got had some issues right and more more important than anything else than getting a new feature out was making sure that chrome os and chrome were stable, stable. during all of this right COVID stuff so in the midst of all of that they actually announced in the official chromium dev google group which google groups is still a thing if you didn't know that um they were scrapping version 81 so chrome and chrome os 81 no, no sorry 82. back up 82 which we had just made a video about, yeah. by the way. About, about like, all, all the, the cool, stuff coming which, to 82. Yeah, which blew up. Woo-hoo. So clearly people care about it. Uh, 82 has been abandoned. Now, that doesn't mean all of that stuff is being abandoned. It just means the released version number 82 will never exist. No. It's so, okay, though. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, it's, what, it's whatever. <laughs> So this is yeah. So this is where things kind of mess with the timeline. At the end of the day, it doesn't change anything about what Chrome and Chrome OS are getting. It just yeah, changes stuff when stuff is same. So eighty one, which was supposed to be out last week, is now going to be out. Um, I've actually got April seventh. That's my guess. You got a guess, Joe? Early April, April fifth. Trying to think of what April seventh. What day of the week do they normally try to put them out? Doesn't, oh, there's yeah, there is no, there's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> they don't care about that. I, I'm gonna say, Seven. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna Hold. say the fifth. I'm gonna say the Why fifth. Why is it loading? It's loading so slow. What's wow, happening? epic fail. Perfect. Yeah, Let's when I actually here. need it. Nope, that's not even the right thing. That on it. Wow, this this is great. I got you. Welcome to. Boom! Here comes eighty-three. Was that what we're looking for? No, we're looking for eighty-one. Eighty-one. Eighty-two. Eighty-one. So eighty-one right now. Stable release of Chrome OS and Chrome. Interestingly enough, will be out on April seventh. That's the scheduled date. Oh, wait a minute! But then eighty three will move to May twenty sixth for Chrome OS. No, May ninth. No. Hold on, hold for, on. That, I don't think they've updated that yet. Yeah, they it, have. have they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they said May. Oh, you're be, on a different. Okay, you're on. Yeah, a different so I'm on the right. actual Chromium dash app spot because I completely so forgot that it's actually in the article that I wrote because they put it in the. They made an official Chrome blog post announcement yeah about this. and and ultimately 82 was supposed to be out in mid-may like that was the original right time frame yeah. for it so now it's just basically scrapping all that 81 stable of chrome and chrome os will be out on april 7th that'll kind of reset the clock right because and when they, they move forward six weeks from then it will go just go to 80 right because there were some questions 82. and and 
uh, confusion about whether or not M81 was scrapped as well, and it is not. They actually said in the original announcement that version 81 was ready for stable. They, it was just right. paused. Uh, now that it's unpaused, 81 will be the week of April 7th, and then they'll skip 82, and then 83 will come out in mid-May, which pretty much kind of puts things right back on schedule. And M83 will contain everything that M82 was supposed to have, and maybe even more. Because yeah. 83 has been in Canary for a while, and yeah. there's a lot of features in there that we have not seen in 82. So we could get all... 83 could be the biggest Chrome OS release in history. Could be. You know, or not. I do, just We need to make another video. There you go. Yeah. See, because uh, I was just looking, just out of curiosity with all this, um, looking at our last handful of videos. We'll go back, I don't know, 10, 15 videos here. Yeah, by far and away, the... Uh, Chrome OS 82 will be loaded with great new features. Video doubles up even our best video. It's yeah. got 107,000 views yeah. in a week and a half. So Which for us, is pretty cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So people are interested in it. Just know that if, if you're looking at that and then you see conflicting stuff and you see like, wait a second, I thought you said 82 was coming with all this stuff and there isn't going to be no 82. Yeah, we need to add. It's we just need to add number. like a little. Yeah, we need to add a disclaimer or update on that. Yeah, video. it's just a number. Yeah, yeah. that's probably a good idea. We'll link the feature, it over. To the Gabe's features are still coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's still coming. It's just going to be an eighty-three. Yeah. It's going. Yeah. Uh, so stuff, yeah, yeah. New I name. mean, this that's could all. be this could be fun. Eighty-three could be huge. Yeah, that would be just, uh, uh, that would yeah. be awesome. Which I mean, all the timing still lines up with the Lenovo Duet mm-hmm. yeah. uh, coming out. Um, so, which we've been getting a lot of questions about that. Uh, as far as we know, it's still scheduled for whatever. There, there's no hard date on it, correct? Mm, on the Lenovo the Duet, uh, yeah, they yet. just said May. Yeah. All so, said. as far as we know, they're still on schedule for May. We don't know. Uh, the Flex Five showed up early. It's still yeah. on the Amazon fact that it for showed pre-order. Up, so, it makes me feel like they're probably still on schedule because we had this conversation the other day with all all these events being canceled and software development kind of being not put on hold but kind of reworked and all of these changes that are going on uh, because of the situation that we're in is that going to affect hardware development and hardware releases um, for unannounced devices maybe because the supply chains have been mm-hmm. whittled down but for devices that were already scheduled to be released you have to understand when when they announce a device and they say uh, you'll be able to buy this in a month it's already sitting in warehouses somewhere oh yeah this you thing's know. or it's, so, it's on a it's coming off production on being packaged up yeah, like it's past the point yeah of, the c436 is still going to come out when they said <coughs> the galaxy chromebook should still come out when yeah it I, don't, did. I don't foresee any issues there yeah because like now, robbie has said this when we when we had the galaxy in our hands in vegas that thing's ready oh, that, oh yeah that, and there it were, was not a developmental device because we've there been were probably with 25 of them yeah, too on the we, floor yeah like, we've been to ces booths in the past where we had our hands on a device and you could i mean we actually had a guy at a acer event say hey that's actually my personal <laughs> device it is pre-developed and you could it tell was so janked. oh it was so janked and, but we that's never, what these guys work with because all they care about is getting the software running it doesn't matter if it's we took a selfie ready. we took a selfie with that guy yeah he was awesome yeah it's awesome um, times <laughs> i never we never reviewed that one it was the the clamshell version of the spin 13 it was oh uh, yeah the 713 yeah, yeah never yeah, so it. i i mean that these production cycles for for anyone that doesn't know, I mean, these are multi-year long production cycles. Uh, I don't know, maybe not multi-year, well, not but production, but year long like processes, yeah, development. development processes. So from Thank the time you. they start working on a board right. to getting it right. to getting it through those 
um, EVT, DVT, yeah. and PVT stages. So, you know, you have all these experimental, developmental, and production phases of making a product. So, I mean, you got to think about all the because, stuff that's going on. Which, in. ironically, they've stopped using those terms for the most part. Oh, yeah. Mostly. And they're not bragging. It's just funny because a lot of it is because of us. Yeah, because, because it was too, way too clear. <laughs> yeah, they would put like, hey, we're doing this uh, such and such for PVT. Well, that's pretty clear. That's product testing. So yeah. if you saw PVT in a commit, it's like, well, cool. They're getting pretty close now. And yeah, that we actually saw a commit message where someone was kind of getting chastised. <laughs> like, you've got to stop using this language. It's too easy for people to find. Yeah. And by people, it means us. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. So yeah, I mean, the, 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 the process the development cycles on these things uh is 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 a uh long uh long process and they have already yeah i mean i I, you know the galaxy and the 436 like these things are sitting in a warehouse most likely they're the 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 lenovo tablet i'm i'm a little concerned with just because they had like one (laughs) there and that was it um, same, but the same thing was true with the flex. They, yeah, only, the, had they only had one. They flex. didn't even bring the flex the out. Flex they was the not flex technically there. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got are, it out. As for far us. as I know, to to date, we are the only people who have had a hands on with that device, and it's already showing up in like B and H and stuff yeah, like thank that. Thank you, so, Jeff, for that. That was very nice. Yeah, that was yeah. very cool of them. Um, so the fact that that one's looks like it's on track. I mean, that's earlier. They said June for it. I think. Yeah, May it was June, after the so. duet. Um, that, that makes me feel better, uh, about production schedules. I think we're like what Joe was saying. I think we're, we're going to see probably a little bit of shift in some stuff because you know, I think China, China is coming back online basically mm-hmm. uh, across the board. So Chinese manufacturing where well, let's just face it. Most of this stuff is coming from is, is ramping back up. So yeah, we had, and they shut it down for what, about six weeks, uh, pretty much. So that that obviously will that'll have a ripple effect down the line, um, but you know we'll have to see how that plays out. That won't that won't really play into like it'll screw up schedulings where people are getting um, DVT stuff. So when they're getting development stuff, like and we we saw this in in action with Bridge when we were working with them and they were sending us DVT stuff. Like we were getting stuff that was clearly. Uh, they got five or six from the factory. Yeah, this is a sample. And they're yeah. like, here, here's here's the six we have from yeah. China. So Test they ran out. it through and they, you know, so we can look at it and see it and all that kind of stuff. So they're not making thousands of these. They're making a few. But that same factory, you think, is making a few of whatever for everybody. God knows how many companies. So the minute that gets stopped, now you can't do DVT. So now you're waiting to get PVT stuff out. So no matter where you are in that production cycle, that, that pause is going to, hurt some things even if it's we're already in pvt we're ready to to click go everything shut down now yeah it's six weeks before we can ship you know and so depending on where they were in the cycle of things you know if if samsung's already had all their galaxy chromebooks manufactured and made and they're sitting chilling in a warehouse somewhere and waiting to be distributed then no this the whole thing maybe it offsets it a little bit you know but the delivery schedules of things haven't changed so I think we'll we'll end up seeing some stuff pushed like down the road, so fall releases. But again, for big release stuff, where it's they feel like it's important, they need, they need to hit a certain guideline, or you know they can develop or push resources towards that thing and say, okay, let's put this one on the back burner and make sure we get this thing out the door. And instead of trying to get three Chromebooks out, let's focus on this one and we'll delay these other couple. But we're surely going to see delays from this, yeah. and there's just no way around it. I don't yeah. think there's any part of the production cycle that 
six weeks of literally doing nothing isn't going to have some sort of lasting effect over time. But the longer out the device is, the more uh, room for error you have basically built in. So if right. you've got a device, like if Google has a Chromebook that they're going to announce in October, I, I think they could get around this. Right. You know, they yeah. Could, they have enough wiggle room. Right. To, but yeah. something that was going to be launched in the summer, maybe. It's probably going to get right. pushed back but, to yeah, late and, summer, fall. And you have to take into consideration a large number of these companies that have offices here in the U.S. and other countries that most of their employees are home right now right. or they're laid off or right. whatever. So they, they're having to deal with this stuff, too. Plus, we saw the uh, the duet has a has a twin for the education market, the 10E, right. which is just a ruggedized version of it without, it doesn't come with the keyboard. There's an optional one, but it's already listed on Lenovo site. And there are some resellers that have it listed because right now is when even those schools are upside down right now, they still have to start. Schools oh, yeah. are working They're, on purchasing decisions. Yep. So Lenovo and others are saying, Hey, right now we need to focus on making sure our enterprise or our EDU devices are ready to ship. Yep. And if we have if we have to push back on some of the consumer devices, then that's what we'll do. Guarantee it, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, that's their that's I mean, their bread and butter. It, the there, the there, there's 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 no doubt going to be a ripple effect. Um, I also wonder about um, just just launching of these devices. Uh, what these companies are considering when um, you know it, we haven't we haven't quite gotten to a recession uh, and the markets in the U S are coming back online. Um, uh, I, I think partially in part due to the uh, stimulus package that uh, the government's working on right now. Uh, seems that traders and, and, and everyone are a little bit more optimistic. So the markets are bouncing back a little bit. Um, but I mean, all of this is, is clearly having a large effect on a lot of Americans who are unemployed right now. Uh, they're, the the reports uh the unemployment numbers from uh, that came out yesterday uh on the 26th of march are uh insane they're just crazy mm. i mean th- three 3.3 million something like that uh i can't remember the exact number yeah. lots yeah just lots yeah lots of people unemployed sure and uh, th- three, three that's or three, something. yeah it's that's not taking into account all of the uh you know, independent contractors and and people who own their own businesses who aren't getting work right now. So I just wonder, you know, uh, not that everyone has money in the stock market, but anyone who, you know, has has retirement uh, accounts, you know, are looking at their financial situation and they may not be ready to to drop, you know, (laughs) 500, 600 or a thousand dollars on a Galaxy Chromebook. Right. A lot of of people don't have it. And a lot of people that are do have it are probably being cautious because, you you know, we talk about the unemployment, but you also look at the Dow Jones just took a three day swing that it's never had since the depression, since the depression, the crash in 1931. And you think, oh, the, the stock market's up. That's good. But for people who are cautious and smart, they're saying, hey, unemployment's here coronavirus is here stock markets here it's volatile yeah just sit Chill. back and wait <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah you i know. mean i'm i'm a pretty free spending kind of guy true uh i have not been of late yeah. i just i, yeah, it, I mean, the, the general feel of everything is like you know what uh yeah, you know we're slow down yeah we're joe and i were talking during our break you know just how grateful we are to to be able to do what Absolutely. we do for a living um 
And I don't want that to go unsaid or to ever uh, for us to, to come across as blase about that or anything. Like we are incredibly grateful for what we get to do on a normal day. Right. Like just on, on <laughs> yeah. regular time. But yeah. the fact that, you know, there are so many people. I mean, my wife is on unemployment now. Um, you know, like it's it's real. It's affecting people. But the fact that I can still do my work in the yeah. same consistent way is is such a blessing. And so, um, you know, I even even in the middle of that, like that sentiment and feeling that way about it, I'm still very like, mm, I'm yeah. not I'm not buying anything. Yeah, I was I'm talking, just literally not going to go buy anything yeah, right my now. My wife and I were talking last night. And I, I just asked her how much she had spent at the grocery this month, and I was looking at what I had spent. And I mean, obviously, it's more. My, my daughter's home from school right now. Uh, we eat out regularly. I mean, probably we always eat out on Sundays, and we probably eat out twice a week, maybe once a week. I don't know. So we're not spending that money, but we're spending more at the grocery because mm-hmm. we're home more and I'm cooking more or whatever. But, like, spent quite a bit of money at the grocery yeah, this month, oh yeah. Yeah, which we too. haven't yeah. spent money. We haven't gone and dropped $100 at a restaurant either. But it's like yeah. you're more mindful of it right yeah, now. Just, oh, yeah, for sure. spending habits are, are, are different right now, yeah. uh, r- regardless of your, your financial, financial situation. You know, we talked about this um, a little bit a couple weeks ago as we were kind of getting, getting into this, as, as we were, you know, kind of tracking the markets and seeing what was going on and were, you know, concerned about ad rates and ad spending and how that would affect our business. And, you know, uh, speaking with our, our vendor that we use for our advertising, you know, they were like, well, anytime that there's a, a, a crash like this, you have to also think about all those people out there who are looking at this and saying, hey, we have some money set aside. Now's the time for us to get some ad right. rates at a lower rate. Right. And for somebody like me, I'm, you know, I, I've put a little bit more money into the market than I would have normally because... At, as I told you guys last week, stocks are on sale. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's this weird thing, you know? So it's like, yeah, the, the spending habits are different. People, the market's vol- volatile. There's a lot going on. Um, people are maybe a little bit more reserved. But then also at the same time, if, if a device comes out and, and I, I don't know that companies would do this, but if, if somebody wants to put out a device and then they immediately put it on sale right. or, or something to try or, to get people to buy it. Or something like the Lenovo that's going to come out and be awesome at 280 bucks. Right. Are, I mean, are people my, willing to do that? My you know? first yeah. thought is if someone's out there who, who has the ability to do it, just produce, just get in there and produce a Pixelbook caliber device, but figure out a way to do it for like 350 bucks. You'll be rich right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's interesting, you know, cause it's like, we're not, it, uh, I, I'm, I'm all into, uh, uh, financial stuff. And I, I, I nerd out on that too. Uh, it's, it's not a, uh, this is this is this is a time that is being caused by uh, an environmental like a, 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 a natural a, cause. a natural cause. Right. This isn't a financial issue. Right. You know, the the recession of 2008 or whatever. Right. Those are financial was, mistakes. Was, was financial issues. Yeah. There was there was subprime mortgages and there all this stuff that caused that. That's not what's happening right no. now. Um, the, the market is reacting. Yeah, clearly. Sure. This is so, so a people, of the, yeah. yeah. So, so, but we're seeing it with the stimulus package, the largest stimulus package in U.S. history, right? That that could be going through as of today. The House right. of Representatives are, are working on it as we speak. You know, that right there should should tell you that that financially, the government is here to help. 
because right. the money is there. You know, it's not a full-on recession yet. I'm not saying that that won't happen, but I just wonder like how it's all going to pan out and how how these these companies and these manufacturers are going to are going to react and what well, they're going to do to maybe take advantage of it or try to help people or whatever. I don't know. Uh, we haven't seen any signs of that yet. Everything right now has just been kind of. You know, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. You sure. Know? And, and, so. and you got to think through of like pent up demand as well. Exactly. So as people yep. are yep. sitting kind of chilly, you know, and once this thing does pass, because it will pass, you know, and it, it's over with, does buying spike like crazy? Yep. Because I've, you know, people like to buy stuff. You like to buy stuff. It releases chemicals in your brain. It makes you feel good, you know? And so, I mean, that's why shopping is a thing. That's why people go and shop and buy things, like have new things. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a thing. So, yeah. Oh, the economics of it are going to be interesting. Oh, like, yeah. There'll be this pent-up demand, demand yeah. of just like, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. I was trying to be cautious, but now I don't feel like I need to be cautious anymore. So I don't yeah. go buy things. Some of the demand is going to be realized in the future for, for certain industries. Some companies that... Some some companies are just going to lose the demand because of the industry that they're in, you know, right. service type things that they're not going to have pent up demand. Like you need to get a haircut. Yeah. Like there might be a lot of people going and getting haircuts when but this ends, but you can't make that up. You can't, you're just not going to make up food. lost time. Yeah. Oh, food, yeah. man. People are going to like when it, when this thing lifts, restaurants, restaurants are going to be, be slammed. Yeah. Can we just take a pause and, and give our sympathy to Zoom technologies? Have you read this? No. no. Completely unrelated from Zoom. Okay. But because people don't know that, it's messed with their stock. The FCC has paused their stock right now. Oh, because people buy it? No, SEC. I guess the SEC. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they do, but they're st- they're on hold right now because everyone thinks they're Zoom. Oh, my gosh. And they're not. <laughs> so, so sorry, guys. Hopefully, y'all get that sorted out really quick. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe I it's major stock skyrocket. Who knows? I don't know. But that's... Yeah, yeah. but if it's not worth it. So right. Again, again, <laughs> they don't have any way yeah, of again, yeah. proving Symptom, that value. Symptoms of a bigger problem. Yeah, so. it's funny. I, I, you know, I, it's just, man, it's a weird time. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's going to be some pent-up demand I for I think that we could see that for, for Chromebooks, products, for electronics. Physical goods. Absolutely. Tons of electronic yeah, penetration. Well, I mean, you look at Best Buy right now, go in there and just look at all of their Chromebooks. They normally have anywhere from 30 to 50. They have about 25 or 30 listed right now. About 60% of them are sold out. So, yeah. which granted that wow. what this situation has created that because people need devices that did not need them before. Right. They need some a, th- a slim client to take right. home. You know, but this could open the door to people saying, "Hey, this is not just a viable option. This is a better option." Right? I mean, honestly. I mean, yeah. Who knows what the end result of all these Chromebooks going into homes and kids being at home and parents now with the, sitting with their kids? Like I've had to play teacher a lot, you know, and sitting with their kids. I know Chromebooks. My kids working on a Chromebook. They're using Google Classroom. But right. I, I was thinking the other day about the number of people that will now see and experience Chrome OS. Now granted a lot of those education devices aren't great, but at least they're seeing the operating system maybe for the first time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so uh, who knows what will come of that too. Interesting stuff. Crazy, no way to know. crazy time. Uh, let's talk one other quick thing before we head out. Uh, and that is some new boards. Um, so arm arm is, uh, is, is, uh, is going crazy right now. Yeah, like all of a sudden this morning slash last night. So I'll talk about what I found last night, and Gabe can talk about what he found this morning. That won't take long because I'm still not sure what it is. <laughs> well, um, be a hot what, take. Uh, hot take. And, and this article just went up again. It'll be in the show notes. But what we're finally seeing from this two and a half year basically saga from the Qualcomm Chromebook that still is not yet a thing. Um, a quick history. 
2017, December 2017, I was on a cruise ship. We pulled into port. Um, you know, my phone goes off because, you know, I get all my notifications. And one of them is Gabe saying, there's a Snapdragon Chromebook, 845 Chromebook. We've been waiting for this. And We've so been I'm talking like, about this, is this awesome. since I can't wait. day one. Yeah. So fast forward two years from that <laughs> in December of 2019. And you finally get us to the point where I think we start thinking like, hey, this is what the trajectory that Chromebooks with Snapdragons in them are going to look like because they were using the 845 chip, which is what was in the Pixel 3 and 3XL. Um, and it clearly just wasn't going to show up. I mean, even though the year prior to that, in 2018 December, Qualcomm had said, hey, we're going to have Snapdragon Chromebooks by second half of 2019. That never happened. Um, yeah, all lies. <laughs> but it clearly, they were trying to figure out what to do with that, and then they were shifting, and they're also doing their Windows things. And so now they come out with, and they say, hey, we have compute chips. So that just means chips that are going to go in laptops. Um, and everything they said about them was for Windows, but everything they said in that presser in December was like, yeah, that's all things that Chromebooks are yeah, good at. Fill this in the make, blank with Chromebooks. Yeah, this exactly. was compl- like so much so I was sitting there watching it waiting, it was like waiting for them yeah. to say, oh, also we're doing a Chromebook. Yeah, AC PCs, always connected PCs. Anyway, um, they've been yeah, so-and-so received so far. Uh, they've been okay, but... Clearly, this is going to be a win for Chromebooks. It's just all all around. It's going to be great for Chromebooks. So, we did some digging, figured out this this Chromebook that had switched. So, Cheza was the one that was being developed, and all of a sudden, we started seeing Trogdor, and we thought, okay, Trogdor is going to be Trogdor. <laughs> and we had somebody comment or on social media or something. They they were like, you're not getting the 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 gist of what Trogdor is, and it's like a character, but they, these are dragons, basically, uh, which is cool because it's Snapdragon. But anyway, um, so Trogdor shows up, and it had shown up like in the summer prior to this, so mid 2019. We started tracking, maybe even earlier. Start tracking Trogdor. Um, not really sure what is going on. We just keep seeing SC7180, so some sort of Snapdragon something. Um, Turns out, after doing some digging, watching their press conference, kind of putting puzzle pieces together, uh, if I remember, I'll link this article. Well, the article I'm going to link has a, a link to this article in it. I'll make a note. Uh, yeah, I, I dug down deep and figured out 99.99% sure the SC7180 they keep referring to is an internal code name, basically, for the Snapdragon 7C. So Qualcomm announced a 7C, 8C, and 8CX chips and said, hey, these are our compute platform chips. These are the ones we're going to put in laptops. We're not going to keep putting phone chips in laptops. That's We're done with that. We have phone chips. We have laptop chips. So um, it looks like, you know, at, as of December, we're like, cool, we're going to see 7C Chromebooks. Well, I check on it every once in a while, and there's just not been much movement. There's been development on Trogdor, but that's it. And from everything we've been told over two years, it's like there's going to be a fleet of Qualcomm Chromebooks not just one Qualcomm Chromebook. And so today, it feels like uh, what I found in the repositories points to maybe the beginning of that um, fleet being arranged. And the reason I say that is what we've seen with Chromebooks of late is we get a unibuild baseboard and then multiple devices spawn from that baseboard. So we have Hatch and then we have a billion devices that are on least a billion. So the one in front of me, uh, Helios, which is the Flip C436, Kohaku, which is the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook, um, 
Did we figure out what the Flex 5 is? I don't remember. Akimi? Maybe Akimi. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So that's three of, <laughs> I don't know. I have a picture of it somewhere. Literally, what, 10 or 15 at oh, this point? Yeah. Patch devices it's, that it's we're crazy. keeping an eye on. But they're all, you can go into a, a file in the repositories. It's whatever, boards.yaml, YAML. I don't forget what YAML stands for something very yeah. plain. Um, I can't remember what it is. It's like, hey, this is a file normal people can read. Um, and so in that YAML file for Hatch, anytime you see it, you can look and see almost every Hatch board that we've looked at in there somewhere. And some of the YAML files have more stuff in them and some have less, but you'll see them listed because it's like, hey, here's the Hatch YAML file. Well, now there is a Trogdor YAML file. And in it, there's Trogdor in this new device we found called Lazor, L-A-Z-O-R. Can't find any real good references to that, so we're not sure exactly where that come from. Like, you found something today. It, it wasn't a dragon, though. Yeah, it's not a dragon, which everything Snapdragon has been dragons. Uh, Trogdor's yeah. this weird cartoon character. I don't even know how to describe it, but yeah, Lazor is a really weird um, Adult Swim cartoon. Uh-huh. So, so there was a. It kind of fits the feel of Trogdor, sure. but it's not a dragon. It's a he's a wolf, Lazor wolf. Yeah, there's a if someone knows, an NFL, uh, an NFL uh, player that is uh, maybe in the Hall of Fame or something. And so when I looked up Lazor, that's all I, I found. All that. kinds <laughs> of stuff about a Chicago Bears NFL player. Anyway, um, so we found that and and. All we can tell so far, because this commit was added yesterday, so this is brand new, just started. Um, it's a convertible. Okay. It's a 7180, SC7180, so same chip. But the more important thing is that it's in, there's this YAML file now where Trogdor is in there, and then now Lazor. And what we expect is the same thing that's happened with Kukui, uh, which is the baseboard, the unibuild that spawned the Lenovo IdeaPad and multiple others and the 10E that we were just talking about and what will be multiple others. There's Crane and um, Kodama. Is Kodama? I don't Kodama, know. There's so Kodama many. is actually the, I think it's the 10E. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, but there, I think there's seven or eight of those now. Jacuzzi yeah. comes to mind. There's a bunch of them. Um, they're on the website too. But it's the same idea. You have one device, you see a YAML file, you start seeing multiple boards get added in there because they're all pulling from the same thing. And it feels like it took, they started the whole Qualcomm thing. They went probably a year and they really thought maybe they were going to do it. And they ran into some hiccups and then they said, oh, we're going to do this compute platform. Okay, we've got to wait for it to come on board. And then Trogdor showed up and then they had to move all the stuff because there's still development happening on the Chesa board. So mm-hmm. it's still Snapdragon under all this. It doesn't matter which version. There's all kinds of stuff that obviously works across different Snapdragon devices. So now it's like, okay, we've got most of the stuff moved over from Chesa. We've got Trogdor in a spot where we feel pretty comfortable with it and we're moving forward. And I haven't even shared this yet, but I found a couple of comments that have been abandoned that are starting to refer to it as the seven C. So just like, yeah, it's, it's a seven C. Um, but now that they've got that taken care of, it's like, okay, we can now start replicating. Right. We can start making more boards and other manufacturers are like, Hey, we've been waiting, you know, for, for the, this, this board so that we can make a device around it. It's, it feels like Qualcomm's finally going, okay, now you can go. And, and hopefully we end up seeing five, six, seven, eight of these things. And we see these boards and they all in the same unibuild and they're all based on the seven C compute chip, which we think is going to be great for Chromebooks. Yeah. I mean, just really great for Chromebooks. And, I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping we don't get this, and six months later we still just have two boards in this. Uh, yeah. But I'm 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 hopeful. 
but I'm trying not to be ignorant about this and think, oh, this is it. This right, is going to happen. The 7C is in the vein of... Uh, like the 730 and 760 processors, that's in, like what will be in the Pixel 4a. Okay, yeah, um, gotcha. and arguably what's going to be 5G uh, if, on 5G on the seven. Um, the 760 will be 5G, but it's a 760G is the the model right. name on it. So they have the the pipe works there, you know, right. to to add it. Um, and there's even rumors that. 760 something is going to be what's going to 765 will be what powers the the pixel 5 if those rumors are to be believed that they're going to go away from flagship yeah the 700 series is very powerful oh Um, yeah it's it's not these aren't it's upper mid-range right um it's not flagship completely but i honestly i don't think chrome os even needs that if that Lenovo tablet we messed with is solidly mid-range. That MediaTek processor in there, and we'll, we'll, I'm going to throw to Gabe and let him talk about this. Yeah, because I was reading this morning that that 8 Series uh, compute chip, they're comparing it to Kaby Lake. Yeah, so the 8C and 8CX. Kaby Lake, beast. I mean, yeah, and they're, and they're, you know, they're, they're positioning those, I think, more for Windows. Yeah. They're, they're trying to emulate all this stuff, and even though it's not doing well, that takes a crap ton of CPU power. Right, just to put yeah, just to put it in perspective for people who are thinking, oh, well, these are phone chips. They're putting no, these are, yes, they are, but no, they're not. They're compute right. chips. The, this isn't going to be like going out and buying a janky Android eight point one tablet. This thing is going to destroy pretty much anything you're you're going to throw at it. I mean, yeah, especially of power. especially all of your Android stuff mm-hmm. was going to run super smooth on the. I mean, they're, they're it's it's going to be an interesting chip. They just it's time for them to go now. Seven C came out. We're going to start seeing seven C, cheap Windows seven C mm-hmm. computers, and it's going to be really cool to see those compared to what a seven C will do on a Chromebook. Because I'm mark my words, I'm not saying it's going to be the fastest Chromebook you've ever used, but performance is not going to be a no a concern. And that's another thing. I had somebody tweet this morning, and we've talked about it briefly before, but someone asked about Linux on ARM based Chromebooks. Right, it is a thing. Sure, I have a MediaTek older MediaTek Chromebook at home. Linux apps are there. There are some conflicting issues because of the architecture, but right. it's a simple fix. And I might actually publish an article about that this weekend. Yeah. You can add the AMD architecture, the Intel architecture to an ARM Chromebook hmm. so that your Linux apps run because it's not technically running on the ARM architecture. It's running on whatever architecture that's installed on the container. Oh so, yeah, that's right. That's so you can right. put whatever architecture you want uh, in there. Okay. You can put old architecture. You can put anything you want in there. I might mm-hmm. try to install Apple products on. Yeah, the here, <laughs> yeah. Be, here goes Gabe. Yeah, yeah, it, well, and it'd be worth looking into because people yeah. want to know that, and especially as this, it seems like ARM is starting to pick up some steam yeah. uh, right now on the development side of things, and so you've got Qualcomm doing their thing, and they need to show up because they're getting ready to get shown up. Yeah. I think if they don't, because of what Gabe came across today yeah because here's the thing the media tech that we're looking at in the duet that's coming it's it's very it's powerful it's an eight core chip it has the newer um 73 yeah it was cortex 73 a73 yeah 7352 50 or 7353 it's the relatively new arm architecture it's great the lenovo duet performs really well yeah i mean but it's going to be dwarfed when the snapdragon chips come out i mean yeah because yeah but snapdragon qualcomm's taken two and a half years now they're still not on the market and just this morning we have discovered 
a new possibly flagship caliber MediaTek chip in the repositories and there's yep. already a board and there's already an overlay which means they're making a device even if it's just development of device but this uh was just researching right as we were getting ready for the podcast i think this chip has integrated 5g mm-hmm. uh it's based off of one of their uh 6000 series chips that they announced it's not a, like a super new chip it's about a year old but it, it has 5g it is i have found one phone that they are actually using this chip in already but it is octa core it has the newer the new cortex cortex 7655 which is what's in the flagship phones we have now we're referring to that if you're not familiar arm chips get developed by arm holdings and and then other people use them so mediatek's qualcomm other right can take those cores and go okay cool we're going to build this we're going to do that and so they they refer to their cores when they build new cores cortex a whatever and so the, the higher the number, the better. Right. Basically, and, the and more most, power efficient. Yeah. And and most ARM devices, like current ARM devices, use what's called the big little architecture. So right. you have big cores and you have little cores. There's some that have four. There are some that have six. There are most of them, the flagship caliber ones, have eight. Right. This new MediaTek that's in the Duet has eight. This new chip that we found has eight, but it has the newer architecture at 7655, yeah, I think. The same stuff that's in the 50. Uh, Snapdragon fifty eight fifty five. Right. right, so the same thing that's in our Pixel fours and yeah, all your current your current flagship, flagship phones, not the brand new ones. Yeah, which again, a lot of people might think, oh, well, it's a phone processor. If you put the Pixel fours processor in a Chromebook, it would fly. It'd be it fine. would be great. Yeah, yeah. Now I was doing a little bit more research, and we'll have that. This article will be out today, so you'll be able to read more into it. But this uh, MediaTek, they it, this is an. Uh, like Robbie had mentioned, it's an upper mid-range chip, so it's probably going to compete with 700 series processors, which are what's um, what? like the upcoming Pixel 4a yeah. is going to have a 730 in it. There's rumors again that the the yeah. five Pixel 5 will have a 765. So it's it's a step down from the 800 series right. processors from Snapdragon, but they're they're still very powerful. Right. Processors. But, and what I was reading this morning is that this is still going to be quite a bit more powerful than the current architecture on the MediaTek that's coming out in the duet and you have the possibility of integrated 5g and MediaTek could potentially beat qualcomm to the punch for creating sure. an always connected 5g chromebook yeah and i mean that, that's insane well and think about this too like clearly qualcomm's still working out snapdragon architecture and chromebooks like because we don't have one yet. There's not been one. There's a past generation, a whole generation of MediaTek. Yep. So they've worked out their ARM architecture for Chrome OS. There's a current gen, obviously, that's already worked out because they're getting ready to ship the thing right. in the Lenovo. And so all the Kukui-based devices that are coming out. And those just started development about this time last year, right? Yeah. It's so not they like were on they've a 12 been around cycle, which is which is funny because it's usually on a now new device here a year and a half. So. Right, we're seeing these come out, so they could cut that cycle down even more. Yeah. I mean, because they've 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 got all the pipes, and, and that's another thing. Already, this basically. is this device is being cloned, or this baseboard, this overlay, this development device, whatever, it's being cloned from the 81, 81 83. 83 which so is that means less work right that needs to be done yeah it's literally just a slight change in the architecture right but it's still a, an octa-core big little four and four right it probably wouldn't take much because they actually i found a commit right before we started where they reference 
Kukui, they could probably take the Lenovo Duet and swap this chip out to test it. Yeah, that would I mean, be so and, sick. And that all that does is just cut that. We we talked earlier about development cycles. It yep. just cuts all that down. And while Qualcomm's over here still fumbling around with making sure that things are going to work to begin with, MediaTek's and now moving into their third generation of Chromebook. Yeah, it, this isn't. And again, it's not just MediaTek developing it, but it's people that work with MediaTek chips. That So the, the community is now familiar with the way that they leverage their architecture. And this could go quicker. I mean, we could be very, very easily be seeing what we're seeing right now in the commits at CES. In yeah, we could see a 5G 100%. Chromebook. Absolutely. Like, Always uh, connected Chromebook. Yep. yep. And if so, like if Qualcomm doesn't show up, um, be like if they don't get their stuff out the door, they're just going to get left in the dust oh, yeah. here because uh, MediaTek is moving. Um, and again, I'm not. We say that it's not like MediaTek is working on a Chromebook. You know, they're, it's they're making sure that their stuff's in place so that uh, manufacturers can leverage their board. Um, and again, they've been at it for way longer than mm-hmm. Qualcomm has. So it's going to get interesting in the ARM space, and it's interesting in all the right ways, all the good ways, like some competition. Progressing I think is forward, gonna, yeah, yeah, I, it's. Yeah, because it's arm makes such sense it's, for Chrome it, OS. It's so Gosh, weird it so to look sense. at it because from a consumer standpoint, just for a regular device, I think arm could become the go-to. But then there's also this crazy exciting stuff about we didn't even talk about this. There was an addition of 8-core Intel chip support to Chrome OS. So now you're looking from the enterprise side of it gpu support and all that stuff we you could legitimately have a video editing station that's a chromebook i mean and this is not to mention any of the amd conversation we were having earlier yeah today. because that's a whole other thing <laughs> which they haven't gotten off the ground yet well kind of they got sort the a4 of. and a6 yeah. so they've at least got some working pieces you know and we've got picasso line of chips which are their kind of flagship caliber chips that have been in the works for a little while so we could Literally any time could see those. Mm-hmm. And they've got these new Dolly chips that were announced at CES 2020. Kind of a more of a mid-range. And better than the A4 and A6, mm-hmm. but not quite flagship th- that have started development. Right, so and it's accelerating too. It's not like, oh, well, they've got one device here and another. We we are seeing more and more. We yeah, found more two boards. this morning that I didn't even know they existed, but there's more and more boards coming. They are more – they're – we're going to see so many. 2021 is going to be insane. Yeah. It's funny. We were seeing all the same stuff last year. Yeah. And we haven't even yeah. started seeing all the stuff we, might we were be talking hiring. about last year. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the deluge of Chromebooks that were like all these pent up devices are getting ready to start rolling out. Yeah. Um, I would say summertime. Uh, we're going to just start oh, getting calls and emails from manufacturers like, hey, we got this new Chromebook and we got this new Chromebook. Like we know specifically, we can't say what they are, but we know of a handful already. We're just waiting for them to send us the email because we know exactly what code name goes to what device and yep. what manufacturer. Like, okay, let's go. Um, we know one that we were going to go up to New York to probably go see last week before all this happened. So that announcement's getting ready to happen. Like, it's it's yeah. getting ready to kick into gear, and it's weird because it's like this isn't normally a time that kind of stuff kicks into gear, but that's going to be the release cycle this year. Like, I think summertime is going to be kind of kind of crazy because they want to get all this stuff out. So that these devices are available for the shopping season in the fall, right. not yeah. trying. I think launching new devices in the fall is a mistake. 
yeah. um, for, for most things because you want to be able to put stuff on sale. You yep. need to be competitive in the fall. You don't need yeah. to be launching a brand new device in the going, fall. Going into the end of the year and, and people trying to make purchases for, for yeah. holiday stuff. And Yeah, I mean, like Pixelbook Go, I love it and I would recommend it to anyone. But if Google had announced it in the if summer and terrible. it was on sale on Black Friday, they would have it would have done so killed much it. better. Yeah, so but it's not on sale. It's but just now started. But instead, the slate went on sale yeah. <laughs> last, <Yeah>. last November. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the old slate. The old slate. Yeah. I love Take it. Take my word for it. If you're waiting for a great tablet experience, wait for the Lenovo. Yeah. If you want a tablet. Man, it's funny. I mean, it's it's stirred up it's stirred up people on the internet. Oh, people, it did. There, there are people that just love the slate, man. I'm, I'm with them. I like it. And good for them. And, and I try uh, to be... Good. But from a and, general... From a from a what what do they say? 5,000 foot view looking down on this. You're exactly right. I mean, the slate is not... It's, it's not, not a great laptop. Not great and it's not a great tablet. So it's mediocre at everything. I almost kind of like it just because you all don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, it's I one want, of those things. But I want I'm to like, like no, it. No, it's great. That's why I wrote the article Shut yesterday. And and clearly, either the Slate or the Lenovo has got people just like really excited. I'm tending to think it's the Lenovo, but people still want a good Chrome OS tablet. They really oh, yeah. do. Absolutely. And it's not been delivered yet. Nope. Sorry, Google, but it's not. It's not been delivered yet. Yeah, the I Slate, think they, they know that also. <laughs> the Slate was an attempt, but again, we and I'm not going to rehash all this. It's just not great at doing anything. Yeah. It's, it's a compromise It looks thing. nice. But, but it's sale. <laughs> it has a fingerprint scanner. The fact that it's, that it's low in price now. Yeah. The, makes value, it really, the value is there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, I can see people at least giving it a try. And I even thought about it. Like, I really did when I was like, four ninety nine. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, just to have one at home, kicker. Yeah. We have one here at the office that floats around. Dude, so I, it's like, yeah. it, but I tempered that and just knowing, like, I think that the tablet experience I'm looking for that I can really use as a tablet is coming. I like think it, it is. I think I've just gotten used to it. I have, I have like a weird little setup at the house now that I've been working there. Like uh, whenever I'm making my coffee in the morning, I have like a little setup there uh, with the uh, Google keyboard uh, sitting there uh, on my kitchen table where I can check the news and do that. I'll pop it off of it because you can easily detach it from the Google keyboard, yeah. unlike the bridge. And I'll go and uh, while I'm drinking my coffee, I'll sit and scroll through Google News and check up on uh, everything that uh, we've put out and other publications have put out. Uh, and then I have like a little, uh, a couple books stood up where I can dock it. <laughs> right. So here's the, the deal. Book yeah. Dock. So here, back up before you had any of that setup and you were going to go to the store and invest yeah. in a setup. Is yeah. that what you have chosen? No way. Right. So, <laughs> and, and I think that's the point to take it back to the Contrarian. car. Bi- yeah. Back, yeah. back to the car business like where I always take it seen countless people who come in with a budget in mind and they want a car that has xyz and then you find another car that maybe has x and z but not y and they're like oh it doesn't have everything that i want but it's ten thousand dollars cheaper than my budget all of a sudden they kind of love that car and you find a way to be okay with it yep so that's exactly that is the slate yep that's exactly it i i I like it i like i like using it just just for a variety of reasons. I like the fingerprint scanner. It's just, it. the screen on that thing is fantastic. Oh, the speakers are great. Like, yep. I love listening. Like, I'll I'll just cue up music on it mm-hmm. whenever I'm sitting in my office. It sounds it sounds better than the little, mm-hmm. uh, I have a, uh, 
little mini. <laughs> I forget the names now. It's not the Nest. It's not the newer one, but it's the generation yeah, before that. The, so I've got the Google Home Mini right. in there, and I, I honestly like I prefer listening oh, yeah. to music on the on the slate. For sure. Um, yeah. Anywho, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's an interesting time. Uh, as all of this, you know, COVID nineteen Corona stuff is happening, and yet we're still seeing. <laughs> these new boards we're still seeing this these yeah. devices that we've been saying are coming out they're probably still going to come out i mean we've got one sitting here in front of us um that uh, we've already done an unboxing on the 436 we've got the galaxy chromebook coming out like it's a it's an interesting time and, and like we've said there's there's probably going to be some pent-up demand sure and I'm, I'm i i think it's a i think it's a uh, interesting time to kind of sit back and observe some of this, you know, and yeah. uh, for us, it's, it's great. Uh, we, we've, we've picked a, a good business to be in and uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I, I think, I think that um, I think that people just need to stay tuned. I know we keep saying it, but it, it's funny. It, it's funny because you, you look at, you know, Apple blogs and, and windows blogs, they're, they're doing the same thing. Oh, this new thing is coming. This new thing's coming. Oh, yeah. It's just cool that we have new things coming. Yeah. It's cool that we have things to talk about, that we have all these different boards and we have all these different types of boards that are getting worked on different price points. You know, we've got a thousand dollar Chromebook and a $279 tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny I mean, like that. That's an interesting thing too. Like uh, that. I There's a $280 device that I can't wait. Yeah. Like I showed somebody that, that works in our office the video because he hadn't seen it. Dude, I watched the review last week. And I just watched it again. And I'm just like, I've watched, and I don't like to sit and look at myself or sit and listen to myself. I wish somebody else had a more compelling <laughs> thing about it. But we got some good shots. <laughs> humble, uh, humble brag. So I can, <laughs> it's just like, a lot of people didn't cover it with video. I hate watching myself. <laughs> But you know, there's weird, not, weird flex, but yeah. okay. <laughs> there's not a ton of videos out there on it, which is strange. No, People not. wrote about it, but no, they didn't get not. a lot of video, right. and so no, like yeah. I literally, I could just turn it off and just sit and look at it. I just yeah. look at it and try to remember what it felt like to hold yeah. it, and and that's that's what I used to do about devices all the time. Yeah, I, I literally that's yep. that's why I'm here, why we do what we do. I would sit and watch videos from CES over mm-hmm. and over yep. and almost obsess over yep. devices I couldn't wait to yeah. get. You know, I can't yep. wait. I'm doing the same thing with the Samsung. I, yep. I, honestly, I can't wait till that device comes yep. out. I want it. I want it really bad. And so, uh, but it's the first Chromebook that's that cheap that I'm like this locked in on. Uh, I, I just I cannot <laughs> wait till this based thing comes on, out. Uh, based on website traffic and uh, video a count. a lot of other you people. Are not alone. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people interested in this little thing. Yeah. I hope they made a so lot. That's so cool. Like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that for Lenovo. I love that they've figured something out here yeah, with this definitely. one. Yeah, definitely. They clearly, yeah. like, I don't know that they knew this going in. I no way. But but clearly they've 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 but struck they, a certain nerve. But they clearly worked with Google on this. Oh yeah, one. oh yeah, pretty closely. Yeah, because I there's mean, some, honestly, a- Acer looking yeah, things. Acer's going on. always been the king of Chromebooks, and they were for a long time. But if you go to Lenovo's site, or if you go to like their their reference site where they list all their devices, they have probably have more current Chrome devices when you talk about different variants of mm-hmm. of the same device on the market than anyone yeah i mean they just launched two more amd versions of a device they've been making for four years and they just keep pumping them out because they found fa- they found it they found what works for them yep. and that's awesome yeah it's yeah. great so it's just cool lots of cool stuff happening new devices coming uh if you're interested in chrome os in chromebooks it's a it's a it's a good time 
to uh, check out our website and 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 see about all of these cool things coming chromeunbox.com so go check go check that out we'll uh, we'll link all the stuff that we've talked about down in the show notes of course uh, but one other couple other quick things before we head out um, if you aren't aware already uh, we are chugging right along to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube and we have a dope giveaway that we're doing along the way so we've just hit our 95,000 mark and we gave away a pixel 4 uh, bundle with all sorts of cool goodies we've already selected that winner and verified that winner so if you haven't been contacted sorry you didn't win but here's the good news if you were entered to win you are still eligible for our 100,000 giveaway prize and that is a brand new Asus Chromebook Flip C434 unopened in the box Asus was kind enough to send that over to us which is just crazy. It's awesome. Uh, we're looking at the 436 sitting here in front of us, and this is just a refinement of the 434, which is awesome because the 434 was one of our favorite Chromebooks of last year. And if you go read other blogs, there's all sorts of other people that, that think that that device was awesome. Um, so we're so excited to be able to give that thing away. So if you aren't entered already, go down, check out the link in the description, go to the site, search 100K or go to our YouTube channel. Uh, we've, we've got a video going out uh, today or tomorrow about the 95,000 announcement. So, awesome stuff. We are, like Robbie was saying earlier, I mean, we are just incredibly grateful uh, for our fans and for our supporters and everyone who reads articles and watches videos. Uh, we are incredibly, incredibly, incredibly grateful uh, to be in the position that we're in. And this giveaway is just a, a small way that we're trying to give back to you all and give you all a chance to win some cool stuff. So go check that out. Um, also, we have some limited edition merch that goes along with this giveaway. Uh, we'll link that down in the show notes as well. Um, and it's on the website. Uh, you can just search merch um, or 100K and find that stuff. But we've got a couple different designs that are specific to this campaign, the little dino, the dino graphic. And we've partnered with Cotton Bureau to uh, uh, produce these shirts, and they are incredibly comfortable. Uh, the Tri-Blend is what we all purchased and highly recommend. And they have some hoodies on there. They have some crewnecks. Really cool stuff. We set the prices on there as low as we possibly could because we're not trying to make money on these. We just wanted to create some cool merch to go along with this campaign. So if you want some limited edition merch, go check that out. We will take these designs down after this giveaway because we talked about it in the video. It doesn't really make sense to have these like dino graphic designs out there after this giveaway is over. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to maybe work on some new merch, but if you want this design, if you want to remember this time in, in Chrome unboxed history, go check out our limited edition merch. It's uh, it's cool stuff. So folks, thanks so much as always for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, if you have any questions, go hit us up on Twitter, uh, use the hashtag the Chromecast. Um, and if you have questions, we will check those. We're going to try to get back into that flow of answering some questions. Uh, we've just had a lot of other news to talk about. We haven't had time for questions. So we're going to get back into some questions, uh, as we get flowing, uh, the next couple weeks. So, uh, if you have questions, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, but I think that's it. Whew. Yeah, Gabe's like, come on, man. Are you Joe, done yet? We're getting hungry, hungry. and Joe's just, just, he's just gone. Yeah, he's man. gone. It's like an elevator pitch. I've, I've said it so many times. Hey, there's a giveaway. There's shirts. There's this cool stuff. But it's awesome stuff. There's so much cool things going on. That's It's a it's a cool cool time in, in Chrome Unbox history. So go check out this stuff. But thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you all next week. See you.
Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.